Welcome to the Catalyst Podcast, a weekly word of encouragement for you wherever you are. I'm Eric. I'm Albert. I'm Amber. Yeah, so welcome to the Catalyst Podcast. This is week four of our semester, or week four of the season, episode four, and we're super excited for today. And today we have an actual topic to really get us in. And Amber is going to introduce what the topic is, and we'll go in from there. So our topic for today is really communication. Um, So let's say you go to a class, right, and it's the first week, and this class has a lab, but you don't really go to the lab because, well, everyone's kind of saying that it's optional, but you're talking to your advisor and you're like, yeah, I didn't go to the lab. And she asks you why. And you say, well, the lab is optional. But when she asks the professor, the professor says, that's not what I said. What I said is that if they attend all the labs, they get 30 bonus points on the final. So that selective hearing didn't really work out for you. Yeah, and I guess, you know, today we're really getting into um, – the communication and how to how miscommunication happens and what are some ways that we can communicate i mean it's it's really uh everywhere we find ourselves in life you know we're communicating with somebody we're having a conversation whether it's through text messages or social media or email or just one-on-one you know communicating and it's a way of life and and we are going to have to communicate, and we're going to have to communicate to someone about something, uh, and, and that's where we're at. And we want to be able to understand uh, what is communication and how does communication ultimately allow us to work together as people. And I think as we're exploring uh, Ephesians this semester and talking about uh, restoring to Christ, and I think maybe the idea of restoring to Christ communication and being in that process of restoring what it means to be in a team. And Paul, Paul talks about communication, and, but more importantly, Paul talks about unity uh, and being on the same page in a group of people all the time. And I found in that first chapter of Ephesians, uh, the first very few verses, Paul is really emphasizing a unity and a togetherness in the body of Christ and, and what he's calling separate individuals to become part of a whole and, uh, and I think communication is a big part of that. Uh, and also just being together under one accord is a huge part of what Paul is really emphasizing, not just in Ephesians, but other, other uh, books as well. What do you guys think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, kind of that golden thread is really, you know, choosing a scripture plan for one, something that we can all hold on to as the Wesley, as a community, and to see that in the scripture so one we're talking about it as a community but then also to see it and in the bible i think is super important especially as we go on and through the semester through life and the only way i believe this is this is me personally you will be able to properly communicate is if you do it together like there is no i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for myself and i'm going to mind read i'm going to think for uh, but instead, say what you're thinking to see what the other person is thinking. Yeah, there, there's no way to work together unless you communicate and unless you're very open and honest. And 
Like, make sure that you're being clear and that you're hearing correctly when other people talk, too. Um, because, like the example, you don't want to half listen and, like, have your mind made up on what you want to hear and only hear that. Because that ends up causing a lot more problems down the line. People will be like, that's not what I said. Um, and in order to be unified as the body of Christ, you have to kind of be on the same page. Details. Details. You know, and kind of thinking about that, like the details, I was just thinking about as you were talking, like not really repeating back what someone said mm -hmm. word for word, but communicating with them. Mm -hmm. Oh, so we need to be at this place. Right. That's, you know, like, yeah, being, it's almost like a conversation, com com conversation and comprehension of the conversation. We call that a reflection. So mm. reflecting what is being communicated right. uh, in real time. Uh, what about, I mean, writing it down. You right, know, I, yeah. I know you guys catch, like, hopefully, like, if we're oh, talking no. about a date, I'm looking down at my phone, putting it in the calendar. Yep. Like, I mean, we say it all the time. If it's not in the calendar, it's not happening. Not because it won't happen, but because mentally there's only so much you can hold on to. Like, if you if you don't pay attention to details and then write down specific details, kind of what you're saying, uh, it gets lost in translation. And this person goes, "Didn't I tell you?" And you go, "Oh, uh, yeah, you did, but I didn't, I, I didn't catch that." And it's like, for us, it's this, as simple as, "Okay, I'm meeting with such and such on this day." It, you could know that you're doing something on that day, but you don't even know what you're doing on that day. You're yeah. like, something's supposed to be happening right now, but instead you write. I'm meeting with this person at this place at this time, and we're talking about this. Mm. Like, it, it helps tremendously. Mm. And then making sure that you do block off that time and tell other people, like, hey, um, I don't have this time. Yeah. Keeping it, you know, protecting it. Mm -hmm. Like, boom, this and is it. The reminder that we're all limited on time. Like, we're not busy, we're limited. And sticking to that limitation, that way we don't overextend and expect something that can't happen. It's a big word, you know, we, limited. And we don't want to be limited, but mm -mm. as we experience our limit, I think we also experience not communicating. Right. Because we're like we're trying to hold all these pieces together and you know, hold all these balls, and we're like, hey, I'm juggling all this going on, and I'm not communicating at the same time. I'm feeling extremely limited. Uh, and I think that's where – when miscommunication really happens, I think you already opened up, Albert, uh, mind reading. Uh, Amber, you opened up selective hearing. Uh, what are some other ways of miscommunication that happen uh, in community with other people? What are some examples that you guys have seen? Community. Uh, Assuming. Okay, let's just go ahead and <laughs> let's just go ahead and you know get the cat out of the bag. We were talking about this topic. Eric didn't know this, the videos. He's he's an old man, apparently. <laughs> YouTube, he should have known. This YouTube video came up. Maybe we'll play it. Yeah, asking all them questions. Maybe we'll, we'll play it. We'll have it. to find a track. Yeah. Maybe drop it at the end. Yeah, maybe yeah. Albert will put it in here. But I had no idea about this this YouTube video that's out there. Honestly, I you know, knew, I knew about other YouTube videos, but this one I did not know about. <laughs> so, you know, can you all real quick – Pick, pick us up to speed with what yeah. happens in the video and communication. It, it's like the guy's talking about the, you know, his, uh, girlfriend. his girlfriend and how it's honestly miscommunication. And I, I think that's what's so funny because he goes, you know, the, the girlfriend starts, you've been where with who? You've been where with who? Mm. 
for real oh really that's how you feel and then like the guy's just like asking all them questions asking all them questions while you asking all them questions making statements assuming and so you're like you're assuming because you haven't asked what is going on and then stopped to listen mm. to the response to comprehend yeah, yeah. To, to comprehend and it's it's all about the details mm. you know i was in a conversation with a student the other day talking about communication and relationships and the student said and comprehending and i was it just you know Mike dumbfounded dropped. like boom like yes i'm adding that to my vocabulary now like you gotta comprehend what is being said you know you got you can look at the Instagram post all day long, yep. but if you're not comprehending, nope. then the communication is not happening, uh, and and you could be in a relationship. But if you're not comprehending what is taking place, like how is that relationship going? Uh, so comprehending. I think it's also really important to learn the art of silence. So many people get to that point where like we get really uncomfortable when it's quiet, like waiting for that answer like if you ask a question sitting there and waiting to hear like the full answer and listening to it um and like maybe especially in leadership or when you're in a group of people and asking like you know what's something that's important to you guys like stopping and waiting for that ice to be broken and for Mm -hmm. that first person to speak and for that to pick up the conversation because it can be really easy to miss that part and kind of brush it off and try to rush through it and put our own answers and that's where like a lot of assuming comes from mm-hmm. is thinking like, well, no one, no one really opposed me, so this is what we're gonna go with because I said so. Right. I, I think when we don't allow silence to happen, we devalue our own words mm-hmm. because we fill that void yep. where silence should be with more words mm-hmm. and have no meaning at all, and so then it even devalues all our other words that mm. we're speaking. And nobody's comprehending because they mm-hmm. they're not paying attention. They're not paying anymore. attention. They've kind of shut down at that point. You know, it's it's funny you guys mentioned that. Like something I always keep in mind, whatever space it is, you always have to hold tension, and silence is a healthy tension that must be in every type of gathering of community. Parker Palmer talks about people typically can't last more than fifteen seconds in a conversation or a group setting. Of silence like you, you can't last 15 seconds and something I always do is make it awkwardly apparent that I'm waiting 15 seconds after a very profound thought because you have to process things like Eric's talking about the comprehension comprehension comes from processing in silence and being patient there's not the impatience of well, no I gotta have the answer right now you don't have the answer right now I don't have the answer right now it, it takes time and understanding that it's not going to be instant. And I think Paul really gets in that sometimes, too, when he talks about trials, tribulations. You know, you, you get in there with James uh, all throughout Scripture, really, and talking about, you know, enduring. So in, endurance comes from patience. And and maybe a, another area to explore, and I think as we talk about enduring and, and, and going up against things or making choices, you know, I think just being honest is is – is needed and it is a form of communication uh, but being dishonest is a, a form of miscommunication in mm-hmm. the sense that let your yes be yes and your no be no you know mm-hmm. don't approach a conversation you're hearing it and you're saying oh yeah yeah I agree with you but internally you really mean no 
and vice versa. Mm. Uh, and I, I know I've been in those situations where I've, I've given the yes, but in my mind, in my heart, I'm like, no, not really. And I've had to backtrack and all those fun things uh, that cause all types of miscommunication. But really being honest and transparent in the conversation and letting your yes be yes and your no be no. But I think silence allows you, as you enter those conversations, to know what your yes is and your no is and, mm-hmm. and for you to be honest. And Because you've created that space between the two, uh, yourself and the other person. And uh, But, you know, being honest, being honest in the conversation and being true to what you are committing, eating, and value. And kind of coming in with that comprehension piece. Like, a lot of times we can feel a lot of pressure in conversations to to give a quick answer. Mm. But sometimes we don't need to give a quick answer. Sometimes Mm. we need to be like, you know what, let me think about that. Let me come back to you. Or even just saying, like, I don't know. Like, it is perfectly acceptable to say, I don't know, or I don't know enough about this to form an opinion. Um, Let me read. Let me pray about it. And, like, let me get back to you. Because you don't want to lead someone the wrong way or, like, start a conflict that is not even necessary yeah i i agree i i think it's because we're so used to things being so instant if i need an answer i can google it uh if i need to find this like i can do it fairly easy you know quick twitch type of muscles but we have to be still so i know there's probably other ways that you guys uh, you know, want to go or, or even have some like examples or like forms of miscommunication, but like, you know, what should we do? What should we do to allow there to be healthy communication? What are some things that practices uh, that we can, we can implement right here, right now to help us be um, healthy communicators and comprehenders of what's happening? Slow down. Yeah, uh, be intentional. You have two ears and one mouth. Mm. Use them accordingly. <laughs> Whoa, that's a profound word. I'm going to give you some silence there and let, let everybody, th- man. <laughs> so make slow steps. Set aside distractions when you're talking to someone. Like if you are scrolling through your feed while you're on the phone. See, <laughs> this is an attack. This is a personal attack. You can't attack. have your attention split and fully be present in a conversation. And I think that's something that we miss a lot, especially now with, you know, you have school, you have your phone always mm. blowing up. You've got this 8,000 things going on around you. But if you can slow down enough to, to set aside the distractions and be present with the person in front of you, both of you will get a whole lot more out of that conversation. Yes, that's all I want to say. Like, yeah, I, that that's it. I mean, put the phone, put the phone away. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, be connected to the one that's right there with you, or the ones, uh, and where you're at. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, if you're connected with the world, mm-hmm. not not in a negative way, just the world. Like literally, you can yeah. connect with anybody around anybody. the world through your phone, but you're not connected to the people right there with you in real life there's gonna be a lot of miscommunication mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and a lot of assuming a lot, a lot of, of mind uh, reading mind reading like do they not like me you know do they not also talk to me? So, some over generalization try, try to not avoid the hard conversations like try 
to lean into those a little bit because they will happen, but a whole lot of growth can come from it. And maybe that's you saying, hey, this thing happened and here's what I'm thinking about it and here's how I feel. Where are you at? Um, instead of just like throwing away a friendship mm. or throwing away a commitment and then later realizing like, you know, if I just talked about this, then it wouldn't have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I second that. Yeah. I think I think our biggest thing today in talking about communication is, is giving you a little tool to put in your toolbox, a little, you know, something to think about and uh, to encourage you with to be intentional in your relationships with others to encourage you so that there's a catalyst of, of new life uh, in your in your community in your relationships your friendships and in, in your life because now you know and, and now you can begin to implement that in a slow way and, uh, and and for us we're finding that in Ephesians in community as we uh, begin to lean into community together and we communicate and we're we're healthy in relationships, and we're honest and transparent. Uh, we're making those slow steps together, and so I, I just want to encourage you, uh, as we're talking about this, uh, read with us. You know, mm-hmm. uh, read this as I think Albert's already said this golden thread of Ephesians throughout the semester with us, and and uh, and ask questions. You know, why do I need to communicate to someone else and mm. be fully present to them, and to slow down? Right. to be to be with each other so mm. uh i want to encourage you uh read with us be with us and and as we journey through this semester yeah absolutely and you know to to add a caveat the conversations don't have to happen with myself amber or eric talk to one another you know i think the biggest component of communication that you can learn is in college with your peers if you learn how to communicate with someone your age, it will do wonders for people that aren't your age, whether it's older, younger. Uh, but you know, if I can't assume what my friend's thinking, that means I can't assume what my boss is thinking, what my parent is thinking, you know, later, later, later on in life, what my child is thinking, you know. And I think it is, yeah, really wise, you know, to start now. Start where you are. Don't wait until, okay, when I get out of college, I'll start communicating better. No, start it right now. Start it with peers, people in your circle, and also in a safe space where they're trying to figure it out too. Yeah, and so this conversation today really started with a YouTube video of making me feel very old. And <laughs> no, Eric should have seen that video in college <laughs> himself. I had no idea. Another college student walked in, was laughing at me. It was very humbling. Uh, and so, you know, obviously we're not advocating going to watch this YouTube video. No, no, no. That's not what uh, we're saying. But that's where we came from. If you like a reenactment, you can see us at Wesley. <laughs> that's, where, that's where this message came from today is being together, communicating healthily to yourself, being honest to yourself, transparent to yourself, ultimately transparent to others. This is The Catalyst. I'm Eric. I'm Albert. I'm Amber. Go and be a good news and an encouragement to someone else this week. Thank <laughs> you.